welcome to the review section of the Nick Bradley Racing Podcast, where we're going to look back at horses that have run recently. So since the last podcast, we obviously had the York Dante meeting, um, which went pretty well for us. Um, I was hoping to have one winner there, um, which is what we achieved. Um, I think we were on 89 horses there. We'd had a first, a second and a third. So that, that, that meeting I was pretty happy with. And then even last week, the horses that we were running were running fine. Um, I think we had a, a, two thirds, a second, a fourth, and a fifth, something like that. They run fine, but unfortunately, we haven't, haven't been getting our heads in front. But horse racing this time of year, I've all I found in previous years, plenty of previous years, um, you know, we just don't hit the ground as running as much as we like to, and it kind of kicks on as the season gets on. Um, I remember going sixty runners. Um, without a winner, and then Little Kim won over in Chantilly or somewhere in France, won the Group Three, and then we kicked on from there. So nobody's panicking at this stage. Um, so Mercy obviously ran at York, finished third in a decent race. I think she's probably the second best horse in the race. Um, running against the Colts, ran into a good one of Bonnie Collection. Bonnie Collection is a group of investors set up by Steve Park and his Clip of Logistics. Um, they're racing a lot of the horses that are kind of homebreds um, and ones that they've bought. Um, and they seem to be running very well. I think wherever you see a bonnet collection horse running, I would be looking to back it, certainly in the next couple of months, a couple of weeks, sorry, um, because whoever's done a good job at pre-training and training them has done well. They've had winners for Kevin Ryan, David O'Meara, Carl Burke. Um, so, yeah, I would, um, I, would be, I would be following those horses going forward. Lady Rayburn ran a good race at Nottingham, finished third. She'll be seen out soon. She's got an entry at Haydock, and then there's other options for her coming up. George, is hello, my darling, disappointed at York. The race was just completely wrong. For um, If you watch the race at the weekend, the five furlong race, Copper Knight's race was in it. Copper Knight was in there again. He couldn't go the early speed again which kind of showed you that they were going too hard in that race. And Grant Jewers came from the back, 33-1, to one, having probably touched 1,000-1 to one in running and won. Um, so those York races, they seem to either be going too slow or too hard. I think the jockeys are finding it hard to get the, the fractions right on that one uh, at York at the moment. Fast response was also in that race at York where they went too hard. But uh, she's going to wait for a little bit of soft ground, possibly go to Windsor in June. Um, Honey Sweet never ran a race at York for whatever reason. Gilded ran well. She finished second in the listed race in the West Coast Stakes. Um, probably career best, certainly in this country, up there with a fourth in the Cheveley Park. Um, so we're very happy with that one. True Gem ran well at Haydock. She finished third um, at the weekend. Solid run, probably career best again for her. So, it's, you know, plenty of horses are running well. Late night mistake. She definitely did a career best up at Carlisle, finishing second to Richard Fios that looked thrown in. Um, she should be winning soon. She could go to Leicester on the 2nd of June. Al Kareem was our winner at York. Um, he won nicely. I did flag him up as being my nap of the meeting. Um, so I still am in touch with, touch with the horses and they're running as I expect them to do. Um, he won nicely. Charlie Appleby phoned Carl up after the race and said he thought his two were very well handicapped. So Al Kareem has probably got lots in hand. Um, he goes for the King George V at Ascot on June the 16th. If you see any anti-post markets, I would be getting involved each way. Can't see how he'll be out at the four. 
Um, slight difference there is a straight to ask is a little bit shorter than York. Um, he, he's a big galloping horse. Um, Cliff will have to get them going around that bend, and it's obviously harder to make all Asker than it is at York. Uh, but he'd go there with a with it, right now. I'd say he's my best chance of a winner at Royal Ascot. Sideways shift. If you watch the race at Thirsk, she looked like um, it was an average performance, but it was actually quite good. She missed the break, showed plenty of speed, and then she got tired, which is exactly what Carl thought she would do. Um, she won't be far away next time out. I would be following her wherever she lines up next. Late Marie disappointed at her, Doc. She seems to be regressing. Not sure why. She was definitely on the wrong side of the track. Um, she will be stepped up in trip going forward. Alexis Prince, I thought, Princess, I thought, ran a solid race at Beverly. We knew that five furlongs wouldn't be a trip. Um, she's one to look out for in July. Cody Dan's the same rules, same comments apply. Bilsville Beauty ran a smart race up at Hamilton. She's declared at Ripon. Look for her when she's running on soft ground. Um, she, she's got a very uh, pronounced knee action. She definitely wants a bit of digging the ground. Uh, Eldrick Jones didn't try very hard at York at the weekend. Uh, Neil got off and said he, he didn't, didn't try a yard. Um, looked at him afterwards. He was, he was, he was barely breaking sweat. Um, we are going to stick some blinkers on him. I'm not certain where he'll go next, but it will, he will run somewhere around the middle of, middle of June. We do run a good race under Danny at Haydock, finished fifth in the competitive uh, Maxfield handicap. He was very keen early doors and will be winning when he gets his conditions or when he settles uh, off his mark. Shandy Star and Twilight Lady. Uh, Shandy Star ran a respectable race at York, finishing halfway in the Marygate on debut. Um, ben said she completely blew up. We've got her in at the Hillary Needler. She may not go there. She could run on either the 1st or the 2nd of June. Look out for her. She'll be winning in the next couple of runs. We worked a, a nice horse by Brazen Bow um, at the weekend. It came up, worked pretty well. Um, Hugh Taylor named it Post Office Road. He could go to June, June the 14th. Uh, sorry, could, sorry, could go to Beverly on June the 14th. Um, not saying he's going to win on debut, but I think he's probably a nice horse. We're going to run Tolleton Forest somewhere this week as long as the rain arrives. She's in at Haydock and Ripon, I believe. Um, she may also have an entry at air. I didn't put her in at Chester because it looked like the rain was going to dry up. Clodovia didn't try very hard to my eye at Carlisle. Uh, she's going to have some cheap pieces added and she could run at Carlisle on the 27th. We're going to run a nice filly over in France. Compiègne on the 10th of June called Cahira. She's in training with Tim Donworth. She's been going nicely. Um, she won her last couple piece of work, pieces of work um, and she's improving and still will improve. Um, 10th of June, Compiègne. She won't be far away. Lopez Gold ran a nice race over at the Curragh at the Irish Guineas meeting, finishing third. It's probably career best, certainly a best run at three anyway. Um, and um, she should be far away if we can find a five or six furlong fillies only. Um, maiden on novice that's slightly weaker than 
kind of a guineas meeting. Okay, so now we're looking, going to look forward at the runners that are coming up. And we'll start with the entries that are in this week. So I'm just going to find those on the website. Alexis Princess is going to run at Newcastle. Um, that looks a hot race. There's a couple of very well-bred fillies in there. She will need further than five furlongs and isn't a bane proposition. ZM runs at Beverly. If he gets some soft ground, he should be there or thereabouts. Bell's Little Beauty, same rules apply if she gets some, some rain at Ripon or be far away. Twilight Lady is in at Ripon. Um, depends whether that uh, the filly of John Quinn's runs, Breeze. Um, if that's running, that's that's going to win wherever it lines up, in my opinion. Tolton Forest's work has been improving. She's got a couple of entries. Look out for her on soft ground. She'll need the run, but hopefully she'll she'll improve as she'll go on as the season develops. Mercy uh, ran a good race at York. She will probably, I'm 99% certain, will go to Carlisle. I did enter up Chelmsford today in an invaluable race. Uh, she'll go one or the other. She should surely go close next time. Raising Sand's going to try and get a penalty to get him in the Royal Hunt Cup. He'll run at Sandown um, on Thursday. Cody Dance is going to need further than five furlongs, but she she probably run at Carlisle. Uh, we'll be looking towards getting a mark for her. Masporda should be there or thereabouts if she's drawn one, two or three at Pontifact on Friday. Back to five furlongs. I think that will be a trip. Lady Rayburn, she should also go close. She ran a very good race at Nottingham. Um, if she steps forward from that, she'll take plenty of beating. Shandy Starr, wherever she runs, I think she'll go close next time out. Sideways shift, I mentioned her in the review. She wasn't fully fit when she debuted. She ran exactly as we expected to run. Um... She will be a big price and she won't be far away next time out. Looking forward to Asker. As I mentioned earlier, Al Karim's our best chance at Royal Asker at the moment. Um, he will go for the King George, the fifth handicap stakes. Look out for him. And then I'm going to start aiming horses at the Epsom meeting. Hopefully, we'll have Kaboo going for the dash. Hopefully we'll have, well, we'll, I'd say we'll definitely have Oscula going for the uh, Group 3 Phillies race on Derby there. We should have um, Honey Sweet in the Seven Furlong race, the Surrey Stakes, um, and we may run a two-year-old in the Wood Cup. I will do uh, an Epsom preview once so when we get a little bit closer and I can start... Um, seeing the enters, but I'm going to try and get a plenty of horses to Epsom for the Oaks and the Derby Day meeting. It's always a great day down there, um, and obviously we had a we had a plenty of success there this time last year. So we've uh, deliberately kept the review and preview section a little bit short this week, so I can focus more on the the feature section. And this week, the feature section is not going to be questions. It's going to be looking back at the Goss um, 2022 Breeze Up Sale, which happened on the 21st of April, so literally a month ago. And I'm going to look through the horses that have sold. Plenty of run a month on, and we're going to see if we were on the right horses and what's happened in, in, the, in the months that's, that's passed. Um, so you should be able to see my 
shortlist of horses, which is this is after watching the breeze, after viewing them, um, and the ones that got circles on are the better ones, but the ones that have got stars next to are the ones that I really wanted. Okay, so we're going to look at those. Now, I only want to talk for 10 minutes, so I'm going to rattle on um, and, and, and go through each horse kind of that's on the list. Slot three, we didn't bid on. Made nine grand fender, um, was on the list, but only just. We, we, we left that alone. Slot nine is the call I bought, a baited breath. Gone to Roger Fell, worked very well the first time, and then he disappointed his most previous piece of work, but he's gone very bum high. That probably explains that. Um, the next cult that had the star was lot 14, hasn't run. Lot 11 was also on the list, also hasn't run, which is fine. You, you, they, they all aren't going to run by you know, a month later. Next, next horse is lot 19, which has an entry, just having a look. Look out for that. That's entered at Ripon on the 26th and Carlisle on the 27th, fully called How Exciting. That's lot 19, made 46,000. I think that was the small Invincible Spirit, if I remember. And the one later on was a nicer one. Just checking. 14-2, yep, yeah, very small. Um, so that's going to be a now horse, um, if it hasn't already missed its time. Moving on, look, 26. This was a cult, Kassar cult that made 160 grand, got the star. Um, 160 grand, I can't, I can't bid on it. It's been entered for the Group 2 Railway Stakes. Um... Yeah, remember this horse. Um, hundred sixty grand was plenty of money, and I'm sure they're gonna have plenty of fun with that horse. But hundred sixty grand, unfortunately, I can't put my hand in the air. Moving on, lot thirty-one. This is the filly that made one hundred twenty thousand. Was on the list. Beautiful airlings ran once. Finished second at Sandown, beating the neck on its debut by Havana Gray. Um, sorry, by Havana Gold. Um, I'm trying to remember this filly. 31, not Graffin. Yeah, I'll remember it now. Yeah, this was very good on the clock. It was When I went to see it, it was being vetted. Uh, nice filly, a little bit long. Um, it's what it did on, on the, in the breeze is reproduced on the tracks with second on debut 120 grand unfortunately I can't buy it five years ago they were making 30 grand because everybody was on them two years ago they're making 40, 50 grand moving on lot 42 a cult called Arnie Angel he's been named has he got any entries yet not as yet but name is a good sign 44 is currently un, unnamed. 56, footsteps call. Um, okay, Kellaway bought it for 28,000, currently unnamed. 66, Lady Beano. Ah. So this is the filly that was on my list. This filly won at Catterick on Friday night. Um, did did I bid on it? Can't remember. A little bit long. Fifteen hands. Good action. Looked fast. Average physical. Good confirmation. It was on my list. I just thought at thirty eight thousand it was making enough. Um, I can't remember if I bid on it or not. Lot seventy four. Mason Colt made seventy thousand. Um, plenty of money. 
consigned by Mark Grant, who's um, going to have a good horse. I'm going to see a pair shortly. Lot 85. Uh, Alice Haynes bought it for 60,000. That was the Kodiak filly um, from Robson. I think that was small, if memory serves. It's not run yet. No, it wasn't. 15.3. No, I like that filly. I just thought at that price it was plenty of money. 86. Tasleek Cole. This call ran at York on Saturday, ran to a mark of 100 on debut by Tasley, who looks the business in my eyes. I was on this call, did a bid on it, I can't remember, but at 47,000, maybe I should have still had my hand in the air. Um, I would imagine what went through my mind is Tasley is unlikely to be a stallion of stallions, i.e., if it was to go and win the middle park, I don't think there'd be people phoning up saying, I'd like to buy this horse to be a stallion and stand, write a cheque for £2 million pounds, um, is what, where I was going with that. Had it been by Kodiak or or a direct son of showcasing or something like that, then maybe I would have done. Um, yeah, maybe I should have kept on bidding. But the point is, it was on the list. I just felt that that money was too much. Um, maybe I've got to raise my budget. Um, and stretch, stretch to get these horses. I remember there was a Havana Grey filly at Craven that was 58 vendor, um, finished second at Catrick on debut. I was kicking myself thinking, oh, I should have, should have given her 60 grand. Um, but I had a limited pedigree and disappointed at, at Nottingham second start anyway. So we always remember the ones that go on and do well. We kind of forget the ones that, that do on and do less well. Lot 93 in a way, his dream filly made 65 grand. I bid 62. Um, there we go. She was no queen, um, but she was a good filly. 97. It's a t another Tasleek call. Made 230,000. That looked an absolute rocket. That was probably the best call in the sale uh, once following. 108, 109. 108 is unnamed, 109 is unnamed. 110, also unnamed. Those sold for, for 50, 65 and 115,000. Lot 117. Yeah, went off that filly. Um, so not a small way. 119, loved this call. Uh, remember, this was 60 grand yearling. Um, I followed this into the ring. Well prepared to bid 70 or 80,000 on it. Made 140,000. It's now two from two. It won up at Musselburgh on Saturday. Um, it'll go to Ascot. Will it win at Ascot? I would say unlikely, um, but it's a smart call nonetheless. Had it been 60, 70, 80 grand, I'd, I would have had my hand in the air. Uh, 121, Harry Angel call, which we purchased. It's joined Carl Burke. Uh, it was a little bit revy on arrival. Um, it's doing things nicely. James um, flagged it up as a horse he liked. James Carl's assistant when I spoke to him at York on Saturday. Um, it's going to do a first pop piece of work this week. Uh, fingers crossed we'll have him on the track in June. 125, Zoostar Colt. Has this run? Oh, this was vended. Yeah, this was bought back by the vendors. I think this was a, was a very big call. And I was actually, somebody told me to kind of stay away from this horse. Um, it had plenty of vices. 139. 
This filly was bought by Carlo Ancelotti, um, under 25,000. Um, limited pedigree, looked a very smart filly, uh, 40, 50, or 60 grand now to board it, but 125, what can you do? Uh, lot 140, Cotta Glory Cult, ran average on debut, was, was, must, was well fancied because sent up two to one in all race, uh, but 90 grand, Michael O'Callaghan had more, more money in it. For it than I did. One four five unraced, one four eight unraced, but those made forty and seventy grand. One five four is the next one. James Garfield Philly Tim bought it for twenty one thousand. I don't think I was mad on it. One five nine Comanche Philly I did buy, gave thirty six thousand for it. Um, Gone Stuart Williams. Stuart describes it as woefully unfit. Um, he likes it, but it's not fit enough to run five furlongs as yet. Um, we still don't know in terms of level of ability, but on what seen, he likes it. It's just not fit enough, fit enough at the moment to get the best from it. Um, there was a Zoo Star filly that I was also in this sale. It was like 130. Um, they made 100 and odd thousand. The Kamat, that run at Catterick uh, the other night was sent off five to four favourite. Um, pretty much fell out of the back of the telly, um, was an average individual, ran averagely, but did breeze fast on the day. Um, to me, this Camacho filler was a million times nicer. Um, didn't breeze as quick, but I think it would be a far better racehorse. Um, we still don't know level of ability on her, but she hasn't done anything too much wrong at the moment. It's just a case of getting a fit. 175, Noble Mission Cult, liked him, made 50,000, um, which I thought, I thought was plenty. 177, Money's Court made 205,000. 180, another Camacho filly made 100,000. 183, Dandy Man Court made 30 grand. Um, I wasn't mad on it, but it was on the list. I was, I think I thought about bidding, but um, for whatever reason, I can't remember, I didn't. Uh, 184, I was, I was waiting for 186, and then of course 186 goes and makes 85,000. That's got an entry at the Hillary Needler and at Chelmsford in the posh race and also at Ripon. Uh, look out for that filly. That filly won't be far away. That was a nice filly, lot 186. Why have I done this? Uh, I'm sure, trying to ident identify and show that the two-year-olds that have been running well recently, I identified them at the sale, picked them out. They're on the list. Just my hand wasn't in the air for long enough or ability to put my hand in the air for long, as, for long enough wasn't, wasn't there. I.e. the acclamation cult that's two from two made 140 grand. Should have probably bought the Tasley cult, but I think everybody would be kicking themselves on that one now. Um, so we were on the right horses. Um, it's just a case of things aren't quite going our way at the moment, but we're only effectively a month into our season, so we're not panicking just yet. Hope you found that interesting. If you want to look at how the horses have done from the sales, you go into Racing Post, click on Bloodstock, click on Sales. Uh, sales catalogs find Goss UK two year old breeze up sale 2022 and that all the horses have been in a lot of order and you can see which horses are named, which horses have run, etc. etc. Hope you found that interesting. So, the last section of the podcast I'm going to use to promote a horse I bought the Gorsbridge breeze up last week, and this is the last line called Out in the Mare Sally is the Boss. She is um, 
already producer of the very good Suweza, who was an unbeaten two-year-old and then went to ask as a three-year-old in the Commonwealth Cup, sent off 9-4 favourite. Um, disappointed on that day, but, but um, next time out at Goodwood, um, showed the speed to win the King George. Again, over, over five furlongs. Uh, she won that by three lengths. She finished fourth in the Nunthorpe. Um, it's obviously a very, very good filly, you know, having won a, won a group two. This call, um, in my opinion, was an absolute steal and could be anything. He um, breezed on the wrong part of the track. He went down the far side, which was far slower than the rest of the track. Um, on the day, there was 230 horses breezed. And when I sought the data, according to where they breezed on the track, um, he breezed on the far side with roundabout where 60 or 70 of the horses went. And of the 60 or 70 horses that went up the far side, this call was, um, let's just work it out. Second fast, no, third fastest. So he's third fastest of about 70. And he's a full brother, sorry, a half brother to Suweza. That is a glowing tribute, in my opinion. Uh, it was written by Sean Davis on the time, at the time. Um, it's by the last line, it was incredibly unfashionable. It was already being retired from standing duties. Um, he was quite a raw call, and he didn't look like he was handling the breeze at the ground at the breeze at all well. He was quite unbalanced. Um, I think he wants fast ground. I think he wants five, six furlongs and a horse for the back end. Um, so where's herself didn't debut till, till October, November time. Now, this Colts joined a new and up-and-coming trainer called Craig Lidster. Not many people know Craig. Craig did um, his apprenticeship um, at Richard Fies, where he was um, breaking the horses there. He left and... He was training horses in, um, in another yard last year. He got his license officially, um, I think it was late last year. Um, he's set up in a yard in New York. Um, it's a state-of-the-art yard. Um, Craig is very switched on. He's a grafter. He's going to work hard. And I remember a couple of years ago, I mentioned a trainer called George Bowie. and We all know what's happened there. I'm saying the same things about Craig right now so fingers crossed now we're going to offer uh, micro shares a half a percent shares in this horse for a price of 199 that covers everything to the end of the year um, we're going to have an open day down there and you can go along and see the horse um, this was a source that breathes very well as i says third fastest out of about 70 horses that went the far side this is a robbery in terms of what price we paid for the horse um He's quite a shelly horse. He's going to take a little bit of time to develop. Um, with that in mind, he's already shown the speed, having finished third of 70 of the horse that breathed on the far side. Um, a horse I, was, I absolutely stole at 9500 It was owned by the breeder, so there was no previous um, price purchase price involved. The breeder just wanted the horse to go to a nice home and didn't dare bid me up above the 9500 um, so I would highly recommend it. And for 199 quid, you can't go too far wrong. 